Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 220. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westmouth video game, 30-some years after the Eastern Invasion mainline campaign. It is played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system, with occasional references to the Mythic Game Master emulator's event meaning tables for inspiration. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. Trick, you get pushed back out the door into the street, and you failed that vigilance check. Yes. You are getting attacked. All right. There is a brawl attack coming at you. All right, go for it. <laughs> Mine's a dish attack. <laughs> I'm put to work, but you... I have no defense. Do you wish to use a story point? Uh, sure. You don't even... Don't you have your willow things on? No, I don't wear them all the time. Not just... They're new, though. <laughs> you <want laughs> shoes? You gotta break them in. I mean, probably yes. All right, good news for you. This is a failure with two advantages. Okay. Which is unfortunate for my dramatic scene. So, you get pushed back out into the street. Yes. And the person who pushes you follows you so okay. that they are not inside the party glass anymore. And then Heleth sends her fist right at your face. She does not connect. She has two advantages, though. So, she's going to use those advantages on initiative, like to give her a blue die on an initiative check. Okay. And we're going to roll initiative. Sure. Because if she wins that, she will punch you again. I just realized what happened. She handed me the stuff. Yeah. Then started attacking you. Okay. Uh, for some reason, I thought we we weren't supposed to show our faces, and this was just a way to hide us. No, but, this is oh. because I stir up trouble. You're probably, I deserve this. She's probably blaming you for what happened to Katchen in the... Uh, but I wrote the yeah, letter. Probably, yeah, probably. Probably. So we're rolling initiative. If you win the initiative, you can de-escalate and there may not be anything further. I don't know. I might want to do some fisticuffs with her anyway. We'll see. So you're rolling vigilance and she's rolling cool. Okay. She's at 1.3. 3.1. All right. So you do win. I do win. Okay. She has thrown a fist at you and she's missed. You've managed to duck back and pretty much she's said like, you bastard! <laughs> She's so perceptive and quick. I think it's a good sign that you got the initiative, because she took yeah. down, like, two attackers with knives. Oh, that is true. Trick will uh, treat it as a round of sparring, so he will make an attack. Are you going to use a maneuver to get out your willow knuckles? That seems in some ways... That is taking out a weapon. She, right now, is not willing yeah, to Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't actually want to do that, because I don't want to hurt her. But Trick will, like, take a swing and then take a defensive stance. Okay. So if you want me to make a brawl, I can. If you're taking a swing at her, that's a brawl check. Yep. She does not have adversary. Does she have defense? Probably not in her. She does not have defense. It is hard to know what she's mad at you about. Ulf might have come to her and she'd be like, you're not supposed to tell people about me. Yeah, maybe. That is actually three successes, which would be five damage. Okay. And a threat. Which I can happily take a strain. Because you hit her harder than you meant to? You cause three damage. Yup. I mean, she's got some personal soak, even though she's not wearing armor right now. Trick will just say, like, I didn't know you wanted to be this active. Trick is, like, smiling, even. Right. And you were adopting a defensive stance. A defensive stance, yes. 
harder to hit and harder to hit. Okay. But she's got the same pool as you do. She's got three brawn? No, she does not have three brawn. Oh, she's got the same talent I do? She has got finesse. Ah, that makes sense. Okay, so you're essentially laughing in her face is how she interprets it. She can interpret it however she wants. <laughs> how come you're in trouble? I don't, I'm curious. I'm going to whack now. Not, not very much. This is why I brought my bag of herbs. Yeah. That's she has three, one success there. That's three damage. It's Guessing her brawn. Yeah, three damage. Okay, so it does not get through the silk. Oh, because you do have your leathers on. Yes, because that's, right. that's what Trick wears. Where's... Okay, at this point, Trick well. Yes, guys. She has a threat. So the first one was like a swipe at your jaw, which like missed. The second, like she does like Don't impact worry. like your gut, but you know, like it's not hard enough to. Yeah. And so like the first time she said you bastard, and the second punch, she's like, "How could you? I thought you understood." Now that she's gotten her hidden, right? You know, we're having a good time. <laughs> Relax his guard and be like, catching is fine. Okay, you need to make a social check. Yes. Charm, I feel like. Yeah, if your if your approach here is catching is fine and like that's what you are quietly directly addressing, then the charm is fine. She is very cool though. Two uh, reds and a purple. True. She's very cool, but it's what she wants to hear. Two reds and a purple, and I will give you a blue die for yes, for directly addressing what her cause of concern is. Very uh, intuitive trick. Very intuitive. I'm like, who knows? Humans are a mystery. What's she mad at now? You look at a bag. <laughs> Humans. See if I can slug the game. Oh. Two successes with a triumph, you know, and a despair. You're having a very weird time outside. Uh, you know, we're dancing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You calm her down. She gets one last hit in. I do think it makes sense that she gets another hit in because you drop your guard when you're like. Yeah. And, you know, she maybe doesn't react fast enough to the dropping of the guard. That's completely understandable. So she will get another hit in. She gets to make another attack and let her make an upgrade, how about? Yeah, we can do that. And I said I dropped my guard, so I don't have a guard stance anymore, I guess. Yes, you literally dropped your gun. I have upgraded, so she's now at three yellows. If she gets a crit on me, she gets a crit on me. She's going to get a crit on me. No, she doesn't have no, actually. she doesn't connect. She has a triumph, and she has advantages. She doesn't succeed, though. So I think if we can agree narratively that she can, like hook her foot around your ankle, and you end up sprawled in the street. Yeah, I think that's fine. The trick is a good show. Yeah. And again, trick is just not taking it as seriously as he should be. But you have a triumph on your charm check. That is true. So you have properly communicated to her that catching is safe, and you need to proceed in some way that, like... He was even smiling last I saw him. Okay. Is what trick will say. I think he's not healthier. <laughs> So she has essentially tripped you, you fall into the ground, and like she's, she's kind of ready like, to... she's like crouched down, like ready to like punch you again. And you see that. Is there anything that you want to slip in to kind of like, I mean, you've succeeded and you have triumph, but can you think of anything that would kind of like proof of life type thing, you know, like that would make her know that you're not just lying? Well, we're going to meet him here for the festival. Yeah, it's not really a proof of life thing, though. Or something he told um, you? And... I think Trick will mention that, like, oh, he was asking how you were doing. Like, he asked about, he asked okay. how you were doing. After I prodded him a little bit, he's a little secretive about that. Okay. He will nudge her in this way. Okay. Implying that you, like, maybe know something. And... Yes. Whether or not there's right. a thing there at all. Right. But he did ask about health and... Yes. Okay. So you have said all those things, and that's enough to give her pause. Yes. It, he's doing fine. 
I think he's in better spirits than he was before. He has departed our forest. And she says, like, what is the phrase I want? Not on his own reconnaissance, but like, uh... On his own terms, or... Was he bound? (laughs) Or with pitchforks? She needs to say something essentially, like, indicating, like, he was free. He wasn't, like... On his own free will, it sounds like he made the choice, which is not what she needs to communicate. She needs to know that, like, he didn't leave in chains or whatever. Oh, no, no, no. In fact, uh, my uncle gave him a new staff to help him walk around. We set him up uh, for a night with uh, Connie and Marvin. I don't think you've ever met them. Oh, no, they supply the Mountain Tay. Okay. And, you know, he had some... Had some new, he looked like he had some new direction to help him uh, deal with his issues. So you had a triumph. She will, at this point, offer you her hand to help you back up off the ground. Yeah, we can get up. You don't flip her over. No, Trick's not vengeful. Yeah. It's always a mixed bag with Helen, I feel like. A trick can roll with that. That's. <laughs> Is there anything you wish to further extract from the triumph? Trick's trying to find a way to use that to get back to look at the book of Riss again. He will mention, like, we're out here in the alleyway, there's someone else out here. Uh, but I was curious about that book you showed him in the House of Light. Is there any way you can get me in there? We don't have to talk about it right now, but... She will quietly say to you, I could get you in there, but that's not going to help you. Why not? Because it's not there anymore. Hmm. Trick is actually impressed. Huh. When did it go missing? She uh, smirks and uh, says, sorry, I'm still on the clock. And she, hey, <laughs> she goes back inside. Meanwhile, Hapa, you had a plate full of dishes and stuff thrust into your hand. Like, are they dirty or they have food on them? Or What's more interesting to you? If they have food on them, then she doesn't really know what to do. But That's if they're true. dirty, she just goes to the kitchen because yes. she's not sure what's going on. But okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll say they're, they're all dirty dishes. Yeah, so I think she probably looks a little confused, but then she just takes them to the kitchen. I failed my check, so she doesn't know why they're in her hands. You don't even know who handed them to you. Right, right, right. I guess if she looks around and doesn't see, she just takes them to the kitchen. Okay, so you make your way through, like, the crowd. Yeah. Starting to work off that debt. Back behind the bar. (laughs) You, like, back through the the curtains of the kitchen. Is it Ziggy, is it his name? Iggy. Iggy. Iggy is there. Iggy's like, you looking? (laughs) Hi, Iggy. (laughs) How are you today? And Iggy's like, yeah, Fertile Fiddler, bagpipes any day over this racket, all the stopping. And, like, the thing is, like, when you were, like, out in the front, like, there was fiddling and there was, like, dancing and there was noise and everything. Now that you're, like, back behind the curtain in the kitchen, there's rattling. Like, yeah. all, like, the things on the shelves Everything's are, like, right, yeah. banging and, like. Yeah, they're going to wish they had trick before me. <laughs> so he's complaining about that. But he's kind of like, I don't know what to do with that stuff. Some of these are, like, clean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can make a charm check on oh, him, because okay. that's like kind of complimenting his cooking. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we had talked about his food last time. What's his difficulty? He is two purples, and you get a blue dye, because he's uh, proud of his cooking. I mean, she has a proper upbringing. She knows you start with a compliment. I got two threats, but she had three successes, so... Okay. She's charming enough after a day of writing, but I don't know if she's tired from holding all of the dishes or something. You're probably tired from your long day of travel, so you can take two strain. Yeah. But Iggy is is happy that somebody recognizes that the quality of his food is above what this institution deserves. Is not trash. <laughs> Garbage, I believe, is what you repeatedly called it. 
what did you make tonight? She's just going to start setting down her stuff and I guess doing dishes because she's not really <laughs> sure what's going on. Do morning to go out? He's in the process of like getting together like another set of, okay. of stew bowls and such. You have smoothed things over with him, so if there is anything you want to ask him, like any piece of information you wish to acquire, you've been gone for a couple months, and you put him in a good mood. So if there's oh. something you wish to ask of him, he will answer it. She could just be like, so what's new in South Tower? She's, and I guess she'll just be doing the dishes, because they're obviously short-staffed. What is new in South Tower? I guess that depends on whatever he cares. Did you want something more direct? Yeah, I was not prepared for such an incredibly open-ended question. Are there pots in this kitchen? She's looking for art of pots. Um, I don't think the parting glass is a place that would have like artistic. Well, okay, what's new in the parting glass besides the fiddler? Uh, he says, check this out. There's like kind of like a central table type thing in the kitchen area. And he's on the opposite side of it, of where you are. And sitting on it, there's like a tray that uh-huh. is going is what was going to be loaded with stuff. And you can't see the lower half of his body, but he starts like moving food onto the tray, and the tray starts rotating as he like adds more food onto it. So there is essentially there is a lazy Susan that uh-huh. is foot operated, like there's a pedal on his side that oh. you can't see. But there's a lazy Susan here that the tray is on, and it's spinning as he. Put stuff on it. That's very clever. So that is a new feature of the parting glass. Where did that come from? Uh, so he tells you that um, Cersei's built it. He's a blacksmith in town, and uh, he's also the one who did the, the show lights up front. Oh, that's very clever. That must speed up a lot of things. Yeah, it certainly makes it easier to load the trays. Don't have to reach across the table. He's a shorter guy, so like right. his arms are... And it's a big table, so he appreciates not having to like try to reach the other side of the Especially tray. over all the food, I'm sure. So that's what's uh, new at the party glass. That's very clever. And then he's like, well, wait a minute, you're back. I hope that doesn't mean Mabel will be too. And then he goes back to, to his cooking. <laughs> Hepa does not <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Trick. Help has gone back inside. Yeah. With, with your last thing, she uh, makes her oblique comment and goes inside. Uh, yes, Trick will go back inside more carefully to make sure he's not uh, attacked immediately. <laughs> Like, is he really just missing a great tavern brawl? He's heard about these, but never been in one. So he goes in, then he sees this dance happening. Yeah, people are dancing, stomping around. Uh, I feel like Trick would try to join the dance, but dancing, not a thing he's... What's your coordination? Not that good. Although something I've had a rank in for a long time. Easy or average? It's easy, but you're going to get blacked out yeah, because it's not a style of dancing you've ever encountered. Nope. Just slide to the left. trick is like bumping into other people i fail with two advantages i think you're not really sure what's going on here you have advantages though so you can work out like the general details even though you yourself are like you'd have to like practice to be able to do it better but like the the style of dancing that's going on right now is partnered in the sense that like moves require two people but not like you're not with the same you're const- there's, you're to const- the outside observer, there's some insanely complex movement about which partner like, you're swapping between. So, yes, partner swapping is going on, yes. and people are circulating in a way that, like, you weren't able to follow along with. Like, you get the basic move of, okay, like, now we're kind of, like, spinning, like, you know, like, arms kind of held together, like, forearm yes. to forearm, and now we spin around. But how do you determine who you go to next? So that's your, your dancing experience. So you attempt to dance for a little while, and then how about you finish cleaning... The yeah. set of dishes that you brought in, the tray on the Lazy Susan is full. Yeah. 
Yeah, and Iggy's just like, uh, take him out. Do you know where they go? Just anybody? <laughs> Iggy's just like, that's not Iggy's part of the job. So maybe she just picks it up and just looks to see who looks hungry? That's what I was thinking. Who looks hungry? <laughs> perception check. Who looks impatient for food. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, like a perception check. You, like, search the crowded room. She did this before, so maybe she kind of had a sense from that time, but I don't know. It was less raucous here. Well, it was very busy, right, because it was the middle of the night. I mean, you could kind of be like, mm, and they're like, no, then you just don't give it to them. Yeah, so make it an average perception check and take a black die from, like, how crowded and... Things are going on. Yes. So I succeed. Okay. Apparently she's starting to get the hang of human facial gesture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, like, the people who don't like to motion with their hand to the waitress, they just kind of, like, look at them, like, hopefully... Yeah, so you start putting bowls down. And then picking up dirty dishes, because that's what you do. <laughs> and at that point, Hillith steps up to you and, like, takes over the tray, okay. essentially. And and Hillith is like, uh, thanks for covering for me. And she seems in decent spirits. Do you still need help? Uh, and she says, no, I got what I needed. How are you? Oh, she's working. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> and she's moving away, and she's like, Good, I'm good. If she's going to the kitchen, I'm following her, because that's where all my stuff is. Ah, that's right. There's, like, a bag, a backpack, like, sitting right by the sink. However, uh, at this point, Alaric will notice, because Alaric is serving at the bar, and right. we're, <laughs> we're now, like, hauling Caliph into the kitchen. Yeah. Um, so, actually, uh, you can make a vigilance check. Okay. Two purples. Not being stealthy. Yes, they succeed, but I have a threat. Apparently, I'm very jumpy with all these dancing and... Yeah. So you succeed, so you're not startled, but, you know, maybe it is a little bit of sensory overload or whatever, um, because, like, actually, Alaric catches your arm. You're, you're like, moving past, like, the end of the bar, like, right. into the curtain area, and, right. like, Alaric has been serving bar, and he's, like, spotted you, and so he actually, like, like leans over and, like, hooks his forearm, like, around your arm to, right, like, right. stop you from going into the right, kitchen. Right. So he, like, catches your arm and your attention, and he's like, whoa, things are not that crazy here. Alaric. Swoon. First of all, like, he says, like, oh, I wasn't expecting you. It, it's good to see you here, um, but you certainly don't have to work tonight. It's not the beginning of my shift. And he's like, we can negotiate the terms of, of your debts later. By all means, have a seat and a, a drink. Oh, Okay. Are you, stuff yeah. Are you here by yourself? No, Trick is... I don't know. He's just know. gotten across the dance floor and like is now partnerless, and he's like, this is probably good. And he's just found a, a seat somewhere. No, Trick is somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. I couldn't see anything when the tray went in my hand. I thought you guys were really busy. It looks really busy. It is. Alric glances around the room and sees Trick and asks if you want to join Trick or if you want to stay at the bar. I want to stay at the bar. <laughs> So he gets... A drink. Even though she knows he's working and he's busy, but she would happily just yeah. leave the bar. So he gets a drink. He puts it down in front of you and tells you, when things calm down, I can tell you more about it. Oh, okay. Um, but then he like he has to go back to disturbing right. and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it is pretty busy. I was tasked as soon as I walked in, so... Uh, he does tell you it's called Perry, though. Okay. So he says it's Perry, and I'll tell you more later. And she's like, okay, hi, Albert. <laughs> and Trick, you can get some food or you can... Uh, uh, he's, whatever table he's at, random people, he's telling them a ridiculous story. Okay. Do you want to make uh, just like a charm check? For I, yeah, I think this is a charm check. Engaging with the random people that you sat down with? Uh, yes. You kind of like got flung out of the, the dancing and ended up like 
He gracefully moved across the floor (laughs) to this open area. Whoa! I got two threats, but double triumph. Alright, I'm not saying you need to, like, tell us this fabulous story. I would like to know the topic. I am saying you do. (laughs) (laughs) It will be a story, Trick will explain that he is, despite his ears, he is half human, actually, and half elf. This is probably unusual to other people. There's a certain amount of... Is that even possible? (laughs) I'll tell you a story of another half-elf. She was... You might call her a mercenary. She... I think her father must have been human. She was incredibly strong. They say if she would punch you, you'd be left in a daze. For days on end. You would lose your wits. And that is how she punched her way to victory. There's probably more to the story when Trick tells it. Right, right, right. Um, He tells a story about another half-elf. Okay. So you really, the story, you succeeded your charm check. People are like, oh, this is a pretty good storyteller. You have two triumphs. Yeah. You want to use these for what? For leads? For fame? For glory? Uh, Let's use one for fame and one for leads. Okay. A story about me, that's for another time. I'm (laughs) Trickmanu. You're using it for fame, though. Do you just want these people to be like, oh, yeah, this Trickmanu is an awesome storyteller? Or are you going to give them something about, like, your... Oh, the trick will, like, he'll play it off almost humbly, like, well, what do I do? I'm a ghost hunter. <laughs> I put down to... undead. You're going back to the necromancy thing? Just when you settled with No, that. he's like, I put down undead threats. We undead attacked our forest recently. We took them out. Now we're going to root out any undead we find elsewhere. Trick, you have started spreading... Rumors of your greatness as a undead hunter. That is correct. You also wanted a lead. Yes. So please roll percentile dice. 18. Move. 47. Move attention. Sounds like a con artist or something. Sounds like or a magician. distraction. Yeah, like a decoy thing. Something not what it seems. Okay. So you're talking with these people. You bring up your undead fighting... They tell you stuff that's going on in South Tower. And what they tell you is that, among other things, that there's a caravan heading out in a couple days' time, heading out west into West North Maine. And they're like, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's pretty rough. King issued this, like, edict that uh, City had to donate some workers. And, uh... Well, I mean, South Tower's not going to send any, you know, involuntary citizens along, but uh, people who got chained up already, mm-hmm. might as well uh, move them. Hmm. Chicken's ideas about stirring up more trouble. Yeah, so they're like, so there's plenty of other things going in that caravan, but it's it's going to include some some of Conrad II's newest laborers. Some chain gang prison labor. Yeah, so you learn from them that some criminals are going to be included in that caravan. Okay. That Conrad II has some, some great construction project that... That these people don't have a high opinion of. You know it's that the parting glass has, yeah. like, a mixed population, yeah. right? But, like, these people are like, yeah, Conrad wants to, to build some legacy thing on the backs of the... Like, um, I guess some a statue or monument to himself or his father. Yeah, a bridge. To where? <sighs> It's a bridge at the Fort of Abez. Is that place, like, cursed, man? So if you look on the map, you will see the the Great River, and there's a part marked. Oh, I see it. 
Ford of Abez. He wants to go across that. He wants to build a bridge there. It's already a ford. That's the point. You don't need a bridge there. It's soaking wet. It's pretty deep. Then it's not really a ford. There's Naga attacks there. But more importantly, yes, that bridge is cursed, which is why it's not currently standing. Didn't there used to be a bridge there once? Like five times. So he's sending these men to their death. And somebody else is like, I heard Quentry even blew up the last one. Is that from the game? Yes. Yeah. That poor bridge. That's like every campaign in the game, you end up at that ford. <laughs> and it's always horrible and you always get attacked by sea monsters that live in the river. River monsters. That, fair enough. Okay, so that's what you learn, is that Conrad II has great plans to rebuild the bridge at the Ford of Abez, and that yep. he intends to do it on the backs of criminals, and that the caravan leaving town in a few days will have some of those criminals that South Tower is contributing to the effort. Okay, keep that in mind. That is some good information. All right, and... Uh, uh, I do have two threats. I will happily take some more strain. And that is how the evening goes. Peppa sips... Perry at the bar and trick chit chats with local lowlife. And then Alec makes an announcement that it's time for everybody's parting glass, that the bar is closing. And, you know, people start funneling out and closing their tabs and everything like that. The fiddler stops playing at some point earlier than that and, like, comes to the bar for all of his watered down drinks, all of his house specials. And the bar, like, pretty much clears out. And once enough people have, like, left and stuff, like, Albert comes over to you and says hello and thanks you for sending him the flowers that you sent. And he tells you about the drink. Does he laugh? Can I tell that he thinks it's, like, an abnormal thing? I think you can get the read that he seems like... It's, like, endearing that you sent them. Right. But it was, like... He seems surprised to receive things from you. Okay. Like, he thanks you for sending him the flower. He doesn't thank you for sending him the letters. Like, right. But you included, like, a pressed chamomile flower. Right. So he seemed a little surprised that you sent him things, but he seemed to think it was endearing. And he tells you about the peri, that it's a, a pear-based drink. Oh, like pear. Okay. Um, It's like a, a pear cider. So he chit-chats with you about that. Things are, are quieting down, and then he asks if you want to dance. Yes. So, like, the fiddler person, they finished their production. They, you know, like, were drinking their... She's not going to tell him no to anything, I'll be honest. <laughs> I mean, that, that would be lovely, remembering her manners. So Alaric asks the fiddler if he would perform another set, and the fiddler agrees when a coin gets slid down the table. So then, like, since the floor is all open and clear and everything... Like, the fiddler goes back and, like, starts playing their jig type thing again. And you can make a... Coordination Coordination check. check. Yeah, because I don't know this dance. You get a blue die. I mean, do we dance? Do we have dancing and, like, is that a common thing in Elvish? Do elves talk amongst yourselves? Yeah, I don't think dancing is super common. Like, there's certainly music. Maybe more, like, <laughs> agility training. Helmuth told you you moved like a dancer. That was your natural agility. We are just naturally graceful. Well, let's hope I'm good at this. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you have to step around a lot of vines and brush when you live in the forest. So <laughs> I just trip a lot. Elves just walk carefully all the time. Maybe a little bit, but maybe nothing that's very elaborate. I don't know. I do not know this. All right, so you're going to make a coordination check. It's only one purple, and uh, you get a blue die because Elk is helping you. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, I'm apparently pretty good at this. 
I succeed with some advantages. Four advantages, in fact. Oh, wow. That's a lot of advantages. Mm -hmm. So the dance that he does with you is a little different from the one that Trick was doing earlier, because when Trick was doing earlier, like... People were being constantly flung from partner to partner to partner. Yeah, because there's just two of us this time. Yeah. yeah. But it is a, a similar sort of, like, you know, you dance, like, with your, like, forearms kind of entwined, and then you, like, switch around and go the other way with the other arm. And there's, uh-huh. like, you know, stepping and stuff like that. Right. You have four advantages. Yeah. Do you have ideas for what you want to do with advantages? With coordination? I mean, don't think of it as, like, I must learn things related to the dance. Right. Elric is there and hanging out with Hepa and doing stuff with her. Like Yes. Yeah, I mean, if there's anything that she can learn about Elric, she would love to learn that. Okay. Is there something particular that you feel like... Let me think about what I know about Elric. It's on your map. <laughs> He's so <laughs> handsome and smart. I forgot. But I don't have all of his motivations listed yet. Well, let me think about what would come up while we're dancing. It's not like I'm going to be like, so what are you afraid of? Well, I can give you, like, some insight based on, also, you were chit-chatting at the bar. And... Yeah, I mean, if there's anything that seems like it would be more of a natural thing to learn. All right, I guess I will, in a mechanical sense, give you his fear. Okay. Which is isolation. Okay. So, there was, like, it was endearing to him that you... Right. That you sent, like... I just, like, play into everything, huh? So... I see you. I remember you. Here's a flower. Yeah, yeah. like... It's not like, oh, I never thought I'd see you again, but it, you know, he may seem like a competent person, and he may seem like he's this, like, super reliable business owner or, like, grown-up, etc. Right. But at the same point in time, like, he had a really nice time with you, but that doesn't mean that he was confident that he would ever see you again, right? Right, right. And that you do show up and that you do, like, immediately engage with him. After the dishes, to be fair. (laughs) (laughs) This is affirming to him and comforting to him, given that his fear is an inability to, like, have a relationship. I mean, he did have to leave his family, so I can see that there may be something there, and also his friends were no good growing up. Yeah. So, okay. So he is happy to see Hepa and glad to show her this dancing thing. He, he understands Hepa enjoys new experiences and yeah. things like that. So. Yeah. yeah. He's got her number. So that only takes three. Mm-hmm. So I can heal the strain because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys book a room? I think so. Any oh. discussions can take place tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I have things for him. You book a room. There's a place that Butterbell can stay there's like a livery down the block or whatever. Like Alric's bar does not itself have housing for horses. But she's little. We can take her in the room, right? <laughs> Mate is uh. I gave him some peanuts at the bar and we practice some more knots. Okay. That keeps him out of trouble. Yep. You give him a homework assignment and he... You tie these two peanuts together. Stupid! Stupid! It's practice! Tie peanuts together. You gotta be stupid before you can be clever. So... What do you wish to do in South Tower? In the morning, you guys come downstairs, and if you want to address your debts at that point, you can, or if you want to like head out and do things. So I have a thought, but I think addressing our debt is a good first step. We should step. start, because if we're going to do shopping, then at least we know how much we have to work with. Well. Because I'm not quite sure how much I've spent here. <laughs> there is that. It'd be good to, to know that. I have some ideas on things. Might try to talk to Maeve. Okay. So, this is the deal. There's been consultations with a master alchemist, mm-hmm. 
There was also like the purchase of rare reagents from mm-hmm. this master alchemist. So you guys actually owe 400 gold pieces oh, wow. at this point in time. Which does sound like a lot, and probably you guys are both like eyes super wide. Right. And Alric is like, Don't worry, we have a financing plan. <laughs> well, no wonder he thought I was working it off. So when having this discussion, Alric makes it clear from the beginning that like he didn't set out to have a banking relationship with you. Like right. he understands you guys didn't have any choice in the matter in which this happened. That Damal told him what you guys contacted him about and what you needed, and Alric fronted the cash for it. Yeah. So like asked before we left. So like how much you guys owe is based on what like Damal has said. It's not based on like Alric's usurious interest practices and things like that. Okay. So if you have if you cannot like stomach this number, Damal is the person that you need to negotiate. Oh, he's with. just trying to make it clear that he hasn't added any fees or whatever. Right. But also like Damal is the one who said that you owe him that much money. Mm-hmm. And so negotiating with Alric will not get you anywhere because Alric has already paid this. <laughs> Yeah, Hepa was not. It's a weak negotiating position too. (laughs) Hepa was not going to negotiate. Yeah. She's going to apologize and thank him. And it's not a big deal to Alric. Like Alric deals in like money all the time, and it sounded like, from what he heard, it sounded like the need was was great and the need was immediate. So. Yeah, we should have brought more money. I mean, to be fair, my dad just like handed us a hundred gold coins each. So. One second. No, Hepa doesn't say that, <laughs> yeah. but oh, okay. she's like, from her perspective, she just, if she had known, she could have just been like, Daddy, we owe whatever, and she'd assume we would just have it, but but I feel bad that we didn't bring more cash. Or uh, more we might more. have enough. Oh, you didn't spend all yours like I did last time. I also make money when I go out. Oh, true. Alric does let you know he's fully booked right now. You know, it's uh, hard to keep that fiddler. People will get real worked up about that. But depending on, like, where you're headed next, there might be some opportunities he could hook you up with. Mm, that's a good idea. I might swing by Dan Tonk. I hear that's a fun place. But we don't talk about that right now. Okay. But, yeah, certainly we can pay off at least some of that right now. Yeah. I don't know how much. Well, he's have. also, he's not looking to, like, cripple you. It's fine. Peppa trusts Alaric. She's going to talk finances in front of him. You yeah. may not, but she's, I have 132 gold. <laughs> No one's looking, okay? <laughs> We're the only ones in here, right? Alric's our bankers. <laughs> yeah, Alric's like, let's go behind the curtain. Let's <laughs> talk about this in the back room, make some deals. Why don't we front you, like, 150 now, and as we work on, on what we can do. We're going to be heading further into Wesnoth, so we'll probably also pay some of the way back. And depending on what we do in town, we may have more to continue to pay down. Okay. There are work opportunities heading west. I uh I heard about something that might be it. Well, it sounded like some people were being sent to work. Something about a caravan? Yeah, they generally have like guard positions available and things like that. Scouting positions. Well, it's caravan transporting in prison labor. So it's something where you definitely need to watch not only the goods, but... That's actually why they're looking to hire more guards than they usually do. Yeah. Like, it's a regular caravan route. And, like, there are regular goods going along it. This time, they're also... Inside um, and out. They gotta watch. Yeah. Not just bandits, but your own cargo. <laughs> They'll be bringing bandits along with them. Yes. So, yes. In this case, because they are transferring people under guard, they need more guards than the caravan usually does. And yes. they will be looking to hire extra work. 
I can certainly um, put in a good word for you if you need me to. I mean, maybe I was going to go talk to the captain of the guard about it, see if she would have any. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a mix. It's a mix of official guards as well as like hired temporary people. But you know, mercenaries. It's okay. You can use the word mercenaries. <laughs> but if you've got your own connections. That's fine too. See if they need a cartographer. Uh, he drops his voice a little bit and he says, "I'm just saying, I have seen you fight." Yeah, I've seen you fight too. I'm busy. <laughs> I fell out of a tree. Yes. Yeah, so, but I would feel better putting a down payment after the fact. Down payment. Start paying that down. So, have a view. Can put in fifty. I'll put in a hundred right now. Mm, definitely. Okay. If that that's okay with Alric. Yes, paying off your debts is okay with me. Well, we're not paying off all of it. Gotta protect my knee, buy another month for my knees. How did you get involved? Demal's my uncle? I was here when your bird brought the letter. Yeah, he Uh runs the post office, which is also a banking office, which is also a bar. (laughs) That doesn't usually end up with you paying debts. Like I said, the need seemed high and urgent, and my uncle would not have sent you what you needed without payment. Well, thank you again. He already felt as though he was doing a lot on speculation. He did a lot. He was very helpful. So, yeah, you'll probably want to talk with him about your bill because I think there might be a misunderstanding between you and him regarding what is labor that deserves pay. That sounds like a thing to take care of. Well, I think he's thinking that we're doing consultation. So I just need to figure out what he charges. Oh, it's like, yeah, there's at least four consultations that he's charged you for. Let's see, what did Definitely I... Definitely we can smooth this over. <laughs> we'll talk to him. Yeah, there's, you know, see. confusion, perhaps, about maybe he's mixing up, up, us up with another customer. His prices are not uh, advertised. Maybe we can pay him in bulk. I think he might also be applying surcharges due to... How about you know he's not fond of magic? Yes. But... The, uh, the patient in question? I think he's charging you extra because I think he's holding that against you. Oh. Okay. I could, I, I guess I could see that. We could talk to him, maybe make him see, or decide for himself if that's you know a breach of his professional conduct. I don't know. I'm not a merchant, so I'm not sure if it's common. Like I said, well, we can talk to him. Well, hopefully he's not mad at me. So I can... highly doubt he's mad at you for paying an extremely significant sum of money. I think he might view it as him having to work under duress. He could have said no. Like I said, this is a matter yeah. for you to negotiate with him, but I wasn't going to let it fall on the ground. We appreciate your intervention on our behalf. I am so sorry about how I rigged up that one letter on Adarin. <laughs> right? Smile. Okay, he definitely laughs, like, <laughs> from the the harness that you devised for Adam. He laughs at it, but then he was like, definitely looked like it was slapped together. But it did give Cersei some good ideas. I mean, you saw the revision when she came back to you again. Oh, that was new? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we needed to send the reagents to you, so yeah. she had to transport more. And yeah, and Cersei's was able to rig something up. She's, she's not very fond of it, but... She's a good sport, and she looks so cute. <laughs> I mean, she had something to chase on the way to her forest, at least. <laughs> Alec is impressed with your 
Um, it, it seems to Alric that like you and Meat have come far fast. Believe it or not, it is hard to believe he's not as stupid as he looks, or sounds, or smells. That's a pretty good ventriloquist. <laughs> I'm very capable. <laughs> oh, I have something for you. Something else? I wonder... Oh, d- that's what I, ga- I gave him the bottle? No. Oh. I mean, you sent him a letter with a flower in it. Oh, he oh. He's surprised that you have more things for him. Yes. We'll have to see how it worked out. So I'm going to pull out the bottle. I'm assuming I need to make a check. Okay. So the intent is that she wanted to take something that's local and make something she can, he can mix in, but that has adds flavor and some vitamins. Okay. So a little bit of a nutritional so it, benefit. Like a health elixir? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that seems like an alchemical medical thing. Could be also be calming, but I feel like alcohol, he's already got that. So let's see what she'd actually need. I think average is fine for difficulty. Okay. Oh, I got some advantages, but I did not succeed. Let's see how many advantages I got here. Does it taste good, but nutritional balance is a hot for humans? Two advantages. Okay. There's two possibilities. One is that it tastes good, but it doesn't actually have the nutritional like benefit you intended it to have. Right. And the other is the reverse. I feel like she'd err on it tasting good, because that seems more important to Alric. Let's say it tastes good, but it doesn't, like... You know, it's been kind of like brewing in the bottle, like as you've been transporting it for days, and when you take it out and you pour it, and you realize like the bottom of the container is like all the things that you thought were going to like dissolve into oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, but yeah. But that didn't end up working out. So that's all the bee pollen that I thought was gonna. Yeah. So it's like it's infused with their flavor, but it didn't right, get right, right. any of the nutrients. So. But it does taste good. So yeah. So she pulls that out and is like, I'm not sure what you would do with it, but. Alec turns and like looks at like the array of like things on the shelf behind him and he's like, oh, I have a few ideas for like what alcohol like would be a good base for it. I mean, I guess maybe you could put the pollen in a porridge or something <laughs> when it's done. Okay. He thanks you. <laughs> I'm just like, he's like something else. I'm like, I just, it was just a flower. listening to Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westnoth video game, and played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Jen, and our players were Lex and Daniel. For the serialized, narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our character art is by Del Borovic. See her work at DelBorovic.com. Our music is sampled from Return to Westnoth by Matthias Westland aka West, licensed under CC by SA 4.0, part of the Battle for Westnoth project. Visit them at westnoth.org. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, the only thing that separates you from knowledge is experience.